He came for us and took her on a humid summer night as we lay out in the damp grass beside my rust-red Mustang, staring up at the stars as they shone against the bruised blue-black of the sky. Me and Jules, we were tracing the constellations in uncomfortable silence, ignoring each other in that pointed post-argument way, when you're not really angry anymore, but not ready to say so. What had we even been arguing about? It's hard to remember now. But as we lay there, I had thought that maybe things were still salvageable. In the cricketing silence, in a darkness more gentle than any that existed back in town, maybe we could afford to expose our raw nerves to the damp air. But I had probably been kidding myself. After all, in that moment, we still couldn't even talk to each other. My back was wet from the grass as I leaned up on my elbows and tried to make it right, tried to get her to smile. I used to be so good at making her smile. Jules, I started, and that's as far as I got, because that's when he showed up, appeared in front of us with a body like a ruffled shadow, looming, bristling, and unfurling himself, blotting out the stars. His enormous eyes were a deep femme fatale lipstick red that my Mustang could never match, even when it was shiny and new. And we had both heard the story since we were kids, long before we'd first traded smiles and shy looks in school, always whispered, always told with darting eyes and half-finished sentences. Everyone who grew up in Point Pleasant knew about the Mothman and his peering eyes and billowing wings and that to see him was an omen of destruction, doom, and almost certain death. He stood before us, made of darkness, made of nothing, and yet so very, very solid. With terrible, aching slowness, he raised a furred limb and gestured at Jules, murmured something at a pitch neither of us could quite hear. But she stood up and went towards him, slow and halting, somewhere between curious and afraid. I tried to shout, no, but only managed a harsh, hoarse whisper. I couldn't yell. I couldn't move. Something was broken inside of me that kept me glued to the ground as, as Jules drew closer to him reaching out a shaking arm, palm upwards and open like one would do for a stray cat to convince it that you were friendly. And the mothman touched her hand, gently grazed her arm with long, thin, tufted fingers that seemed less attached to limbs and more extensions of shadow, and the tension in the air grew sharp and electric. There was a moment, a look that passed between them that I couldn't understand, couldn't fathom, my breath died deep down in my lungs as, without a word, they walked away together and left me alone next to the car, still lying in the grassy dark. It was two weeks later when I ran into them at the stop and shop. Jules tried to make like she didn't see me, but before they went to leave, the Mothman looked directly at me and just winked one blood-red eye. What an asshole. <laughs> We're talking. <laughs> this isn't my show. This is Jesse's show. <laughs> We're talking about the Mothman. <laughs> he's he's coming for your women <laughs> or your men. The Mothman don't care. The Mothman's got enough love for everyone. Yeah. Well, I mm. for for one, I mean that it sounded very sexy. 
<laughs> I'd, I'd go for I, I'd go for a moth man, moth I'd woman, wa- moth I'd moth wa- person, moth person. I mean, he's colloquially referred to as the moth, the mothman. Um, walk, walk, walk off with a moth, moth thing. John Mothman, I know John- him well. <laughs> My friend John Mothman. Oh, and there goes that. So yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't know because I'm a uh, a goddamn hipster when it comes to doing stuff. I um uh, I just kind of skip over cryptids I hear about a lot normally, and then I just go for the ones like the like the wampus cat and stuff like that, which no one's heard about. <laughs> so, so uh, Megan here is here to teach me, teach me about something I should know about already. <laughs> teach you about a mothman. Learn you about the moth things. I like this. This is good. This is like a reverse of uh what we did on alphabet flight because <laughs> i could say things to you like well do you know where the mothman is from is the mothman from a uh, chicago land area no see that's there's a thing there um the mothman's a good old boy from west virginia oh i don't i don't know if people from west virginia sound like this but i've decided that they do <laughs> <laughs> you sound you sound more like a person trying to sound like a cowboy just, just like, I'm trying to sound like a cowboy. West Virginia, I'm a rope of cattle. That's not a thing in West Virginia. <laughs> I can't do a voice. Um, okay. So he the, is he's native to Point Pleasant, West Virginia. I know their state motto is almost heaven, West Virginia, which, n- no comment. <laughs> almost heaven. So, like, right there. <laughs> Very good. Like, if we were just slightly less shit, if we kick out Steve, <laughs> this would be heaven. <laughs> but we can't kick him out. We could just get Steve out of fucking West Virginia. Um, <laughs> Steve! Steve. Um, so, the Mothman, the sightings were between, there were multiple sightings between November 12th, I have my notes here, November 12th of 1966 uh, to about December 15th in 1967 and so um the first thing that was published about it was in the point pleasant register in november 16th uh in 66 and it was titled couple sees man-sized bird creature something that was literally the headline oh well i mean <laughs> it's, it's like how i would write a headline it's it's a thing i don't know what it is but i have to write words <laughs> now, to be fair, that is essentially what it was. That there were um, that there was two these two young couples from Point Pleasant, and they were on a drive through um, an area outside of town. It was what was known as it's like a nature preserve, and it's called the TNT area because it was the site of a munitions plant during World War II. And there's still like these bunkers and and shit all out there. Uh, but so yeah, they were driving around and they thought they saw this like big gray creature and like they had this moment where it's like, hey, you see that? You see, you see that big gray creature? And it was like, I do. And they're like, let's, let's take another, let's get a little closer look at that. Cause you know, that's, that's what you say when you see it, when you see an unidentified thing. You go, let's get another look at that. And then it had big red eyes and then they went, mm, nope. Don't don't think so. Don't want anything to do with that. So they got in the car to drive away, and it chased them. 
Oh, well, that's, that seems to be a pretty common common thing for cryptids to do. Because um, I think one of the last episodes I did, we talked about the lizard of scape or swamp. It was from South Carolina. And it was just like a, a lizard just kind of like kind of chased someone for a little bit. And it became, <laughs> became a thing. This lizard chased me, man. It's, it's cryptid. It's a big, it's a big lizard, and it lives in a swamp. No one's seen it, and the only other person who's seen it was lying about it because he wanted more stories about it in the paper. <laughs> they, they, so they say, chase the car. They say that its red eyes were like reflected in the car headlights, and they were just like freaked to to hell. And they actually did go to the police and were like, "We've been chased by by a man, a man sized winged thing." Um... I don't think they, they, they said, uh, a Mothman. And the cops were like, okay, like we could check this out, I guess. And then over like the next few days, more people started report, like, uh, seeing it. And so there were, um, there were vo- two volunteer firemen that they saw what they described as a large bird with red eyes. Oh, and actually, I buried the lead before even the the couples, because the couples were the ones who originally told the police and then the newspaper and then it got published. But before that, uh, three days before, there were five men digging a grave at a cemetery nearby, and they claimed to see a man-like figure flying sort of low from the trees. So that was even before Mothmania had struck. Um, Oh. So... Then, uh, something weird happened. The last time that people saw the Mothman, uh, there was this incident that happened. There's the, the Silver Bridge Collapse Incident. So the Silver Bridge was a suspension bridge that connected, uh, Point Pleasant, West Virginia to Gala... Gallipolis? Gallipolis? Ohio and um, so what happened was um, on December 15th in 1967 the bridge collapsed and it killed 46 people and that's very terrible and bad Um, and it was due to like faulty linking in it but after the bridge collapsed no one saw the Mothman anymore and so people thought, because I think a couple of the sightings saw him on the bridge, that it was meant to be like a warning, which is not a very good warning, you know? Just I, like, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like a warning doesn't involve any deaths or destruction. Like a warning no, just... That, well, that he was warning them that this thing was going to happen. Oh, okay. So, okay. <laughs> Not a good warning either way. No, so not it's, a, it's not a not. good bad warning or not a good good warning. Like, no, like it'd be more useful. If it's like it's like whoo, 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 this bridge is gonna frigate. This bridge is not structurally sound. Flap 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 flap. Or like or or like you know just spell out fire. Be like yo, don't get on this bridge. Yeah. <laughs> no. I- I- instead, he just appeared to people, and then afterwards they would have. Feelings of of paranoia and like headaches and and dizziness and one of the women who I think was in like the original couple that uh, saw the the Mothman originally said that there were that she was being followed by dudes afterwards 
that were like casing out her house and stuff and her claim is like it was the men in black they were coming to find out about the mothman so then in 1975 um this dude by the name of john keel wrote a book called the mothman prophecies and he's the one who was just like yes the mothman prophesized that the bridge would collapse and uh do yourself a favor Google the cover of this book. <laughs> okay, I'm doing a live reaction. <laughs> because so Mothman Prophecies, John Keel. Um, I, I just I, everyone says okay, man-sized wings, red eyes, sort of strangely bird-like, and he took that. Uh, or he, I don't think he did the cover, but uh, whoever did the cover took that in a, a very different direction. Oh, okay. So I'm seeing it. First off, pulpy as all hell. It is. Like, and second off, like, I'd be into that. But, <laughs> but like, because like the immediate thing, I'm just like, wow, this would make a great like pulp cover. And then the second thing, I'm just like, hmm. hmm. It's a, it's a very sculpted. Uh, would you say Gargoyle Man is fair? Hmm. I would say so. Like I, it, like it's almost as if you took the term Mothman and put it very literally, <laughs> almost. But like, whatever you think of man, you think of just like a just a nice looking twink with weird <laughs> eyes. <laughs> just a just a weird eyed twink man with wings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I'm okay with this. Also, there's. <laughs> I see the more I look at that because like I stopped looking I'm stopped looking stop looking at my new BF uh, and <laughs> I'm just looking at the rest of the cover and like dude Mothman's gonna steal you away that's how he do well but okay so I have I have question and this this cover will be up on the group uh, whenever this comes out but it looks like the woman's boobs on the cover defy clothing. And existence. Just, 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 just a bit, you know. Like, like they're they are they are confusing. Now, do you want to see a less a less sexy but still very confusing Mothman? Yes. Go to the Wikipedia page for the Mothman prophecies. Okay, okay. I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> I can't. Oh. I, I I know it's an audio medium, but like these these covers are just wild. Well, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna look this up. Uh, I'm gonna so Mothman prophecies the wiki. Yes. So I have the not not the, the uh, yeah not the film. Although I've seen that too because I because I have make bad choices. Um, it's a very bad movie. <laughs> okay, so uh, this this is a less sexy version of the Mothman. He's not. Yeah, before. he's not. I don't like, want to be taken in the night by this fellow. Like I'm not. I'm not down. I'm not down with this one. This one I'm hiding away from. He's sort of like a ba- like Batman more than a Mothman. Yeah, like that. The other one again. Just think, sexy moth. He got it. <laughs> <laughs> this one. <laughs> this one's not sexy. <laughs> no. I mean, well, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shame people because someone might be into All it. All right, fine. It's okay, not. Right. It's not, but not what convi- I would immediately. Not conventionally uh, attractive. <laughs> like, he would have to. He would have to convince me that he has a good, uh, good attitude and just he's like got a look great on personality. Life. He'd have to have a good personality because don't get me wrong. Like he's fit in the right way. 
that face, mm, I don't know. I have to look past quite a bit for that. Yeah. Uh, he's got killer thigh muscles, if nothing oh, else. Yeah, those legs, though. Like, don't get me, those legs. And as a connoisseur. <laughs> Le- legs for days. As a connoisseur <laughs> of just really well-drawn male legs. It's <laughs> a real specific thing to be. Well, someone, I, I, someone has to. Gosh darn it! Well, I look at lots of pictures of superheroes, mm-hmm. most of being men, and most of them having really well drawn legs. Just real ripped in the leg department. It, like, it, like, not in a bad way either. Most of the time, but <laughs> that, we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop objectifying the Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I'll objectify the Mothman as much as I want. So yeah, yeah. John Keel tried to do this whole weird space moth thing um so do you want to know what the what you what you call it what the prevailing opinion is on what the mothman might might actually be what people well, I have already, <laughs> i already know what it is it's a sexy mothman <laughs> it's, like, it's a beautiful what... a beautiful man-sized moth <laughs> it, it's a beautiful man-sized size moth who's just like very very svelte but not like a sickly way that's what it is <laughs> uh so wildlife biologist dr robert l smith uh said you know he he was uh biologist at the West Virginia University was like, well, you know what all these descriptions kind of sound like to me, a biologist? Al. Al. <laughs> Owls are uh, remarkably like pre- uh, prevalent in cryptids and alien sightings. Well, because they got freaky eyes and their heads turn all the way, but nah, owl too small. Oh, if I saw a man-sized owl, I would poop my pants in terror. <laughs> well, okay, so here, here's the thing. You haven't seen the owls I've seen. <laughs> That's right, they all look like Mothman. <laughs> they all look like Mothman. Ah, of course. Yeah. No, he, he, uh, he says that they fit the description of a sandhill crane, which... Um, at first is like but what no but sandhill cranes are almost as tall as dudes and they do have a seven foot wingspan and they do have some reddish coloring about their their weird bird eyes and so he thinks that the bird because the bird is super not native to that area that perhaps this very large sandhill crane wandered off the migration path, ended up in West Virginia, and was just like, "Where the hell am I?" And everyone was just like, "Mothman!" But that a, it's not as fun. B, there's a lot of twists involved just in that. Where it's like, well, maybe it was this really big bird that was nowhere near where it's supposed to be. <laughs> but okay, so um, someone. Must have saw the Mothman and be like, damn, sexy-ass moth thing. <laughs> and, like, hey, how do you Mothman. get that from a bird? Like, how do you get that from a bird? I don't know. Like, I don't, like, a bird's gotta, especially a crane, like, they got the pr- the proboscis. No, it's not proboscis. It's a beak. I just really wanted to say the word proboscis. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> yes, like. Yes, that's what birds have. <laughs> They're actually, did you know that birds are just actually really weird insects? <laughs> Who would have known? It's just like how horses are weird dogs. Yes, accurate. 
There's only two um, things in the world. Dogs. Yep. Well, three things. Dogs, <laughs> cats, and weird bugs. Yep. That That's it. Uh... But yeah, I don't know how you could look at a bird's face and be like, that's a man's face, or even that's a, a moth man's face. It's just really different. Like, even if you were fleeing in your car, I feel like you'd be able to see, like, that's a beak. <laughs> well, see, the fact, see, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm just looking at the cover, the one with the not sexy moth man. <laughs> and... It's an astonishingly astonishing true story of the Mothman <laughs> prophecy. So mm. that has to be right. It has to be an actual Mothman. Yeah. Because why cause... would you ever put that on a book if you were telling uh, telling a lie? What John Keel's just gonna write a book and lie to people and then make it a subpar film with Richard Gere? Yeah, I mean, like, why would you ever do that? I don't know. Yeah, just like hey, Crane. Um, and after the bridge collapsed, people really didn't didn't see the Mothman no more um, until 2016, oh. when oh. people in the Chicagoland area started being like, you know, oh, whoa, hey, what's this? This looks like a Mothman. Um, and then it was apparently uh, debunked as a, a, a big owl carrying like a snake. <laughs> <laughs> some fake ass Mothman that Chicago tried I mean, to get like some mo- some moth hype. <laughs> I mean, how did they not know that it was just a Mothman <laughs> just hanging dong flying through the air? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Mothman, and he's well hung as hell. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it's so sexy on that book cover. <laughs> but yeah, no. So <laughs> so Chicago. Chicago I don't. I, I don't. I don't trust those those moth sightings. Like, but so. Oh, go ahead. Like, are there like any other like well known reports? Because you think there'd be like more remote known sightings besides the bridge. No, there's there's there were about ten sightings within that um, November sixty six to December sixty seven mm-hmm. period. Um. And it was all pretty much just the same thing. Running around, see a big winged man-shaped thing, red eyes, freaked out, felt really dizzy and paranoid and uncomfortable and weird afterwards, which had led some uh, people to theorize that the Mothman is an interdimensional being. Well, okay. So here, here's my here's my new theory, because I, I think I'm right on this one. Okay. <laughs> so, the Mothman... It's not actually a Mothman. It's like an alien angel from another dimension. <laughs> no, no, that's... The, you're giggling, but that was definitely one of the things that people are just like, it's just like this beautiful alien interdimensional traveler, and he popped into our world, and he's just screwing around. He's just doing and, his thing. And the reason why you're so disoriented afterwards is because you're just so goddamn horny for it. <laughs> you're you horny for the like all your blood goes to your genitals immediately like all of it like you cannot think I'm anymore because so, you're just I'm like so god damn i just i need that see the, the the men the men that come afterwards the question the men in black they're actually just spurned lovers of the mothman like did you see him did you see the mothman tell me everything did he ask about me 
Did, Le- did the Le- Mothman ask about me? Yeah, the, the, the men in black were really just the men in mourning because they <laughs> they just didn't have any more. They just could not. They, they just lost that Mothman. Yeah. Some say it is better to have loved the Mothman and lost the Mothman than never to have loved the Mothman at all. Mm, I don't know. That's a thing. I've loved and lost, and it's both, and it both kind of suck. It's true. They they can both be kind of rough. But you know how you know how Point Ple- oh yeah I said rough um <laughs> you know how Point Pleasant coped with the loss of their their beloved be- be- their beloved <laughs> they were kind of freaked out by it, but uh, I guess he's sort of beloved now because you know you know what they did how they kept on keeping on bacchanalias like they just like just just hedonistic parades of people just be like, we need this really great Mothman back because we lost one of the sexiest things we've ever seen. Well, here's the thing. You're half right. Okay, so <laughs> You're not as wrong as you would think. <laughs> definitely orgies of the street. Don't know about the other half, but definitely the orgies of the street. Definitely orgies of the street. No, they turned the Mothman into a cottage industry. Ooh. Point Pleasant, West Virginia is... Mothman Town. They have a yearly Mothman Festival. They have a Mothman Museum and Research uh, Center that was opened in 2005. Um, On the third weekend of every September, you can go and you can experience the Mothman Festival. There's, There's guest speakers, there's exhibits, there is, and I could not find out enough about this to just because there, I could never find out enough apart from seeing it, a Mothman pancake eating contest. So, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so are they Mothman shaped? I would pancakes? assume, because I do know that there is a cafe in Point Pleasant that sells Mothman shaped cookies. Okay. Well, like, okay, what type of shape? Is it like the sexy one or like the kind of hard-faced no, one? No, it's, it's like the, it's like the, the lump wings, little eyes. It's like that the could just cute... be a bat. That could be a bat. It's like a big, a big furry just lump with wings. That's that's how that's how people have uh, uh, romanticized, nay, wubified the Mothman now. In, in on on the internets is that just he's this cute little ball of fluff. He's like a baby. He's like that little baby bird. From that Pixar short, except oh the Piper! Oh my God, yeah, that was such yeah. a cute thing. Yeah, yeah, he's like he's like Piper now, except he's black with like red eyes and not a beak, but otherwise essentially same thing. That he's oh. just this, he's just a little little moth fellow. Oh, <laughs> well, that's actually cute. I would like a little Mothman, although I, I would, would like the I would like the just like tall twink one more. <laughs> but you know, it's whatever. Yeah, it's like it's kind of either or. You could have a tiny moth friend or a large. Moth lover. But now I have to tell you the best, the best thing. So yeah, but Mothman Festival, good times. People go there, they buy the shirts. You just, it's Mothman Central. They, they, they took those, those lemons and they made Mothman an aid. Um, So in the, uh, in the middle of Point Pleasant, there is a 12 foot tall statue dedicated to the Mothman. It was unveiled in 2003. It is yet again another very unique uh, interpretation of what it means to be a Mothman. In this case, Power Ranger villain. 
Hmm. So, like, get, get, yeah. <laughs> not, not, se- not sexy. Although, hmm. although. Well, well, here, I'll let you speak your piece, because I got one more thing to say about this this statue. Okay. I don't want to kink shame anyone, <laughs> but someone might be into Power Ranger villains. Just saying. <laughs> I remember seeing the episode with Scorpina and being like, mm, that's a thing that I have to deal with as a small child. <laughs> that, that's going to be a part of me now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a part of me. It's like whatever I... P- okay, so I... I like just got done watching like Deadpool two, like not too oh, long ago. No, no spoilers. I want to. I'm not going to. So I'm bad. not going to spoil or anything. But it reminded me about how uh, Domino, like the comic book's character, was yeah. a part of my sexual awakening. <laughs> and I don't. I, Fair. I know a, and, <laughs> and like, and I'm just like Domino in the film. Pretty good too. <laughs> just saying. She like, just. I was gonna say real, just going off the trailer. She's like, yeah. Like, mm, oh, ooh, ooh. Very Ooh. good. Very, like, very pretty lady. Yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, maybe, but, like, some people have sexual awakenings to different things. There's at least one person who lives there who saw that yep. statue. It was just like, hmm, that's a thing. That's I'm a thing pretty I sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the guy who made it <laughs> does, because, like, uh, if you, if you, is, can you see its butt? from the pictures you're looking at i'm gonna look at it real quick try try to find because actually it's harder than you would think unless people have added some more recently i haven't looked recently i don't have to look because the image is burned in my head for as long as i may live the mothman odd and and power rangers villainy as he may appear has a tight deeply lovingly sculpted (laughs) ass you know, I wouldn't have it to do other way. I see. Okay, so okay, so here's the thing. Power. Okay, little tweaks here and there. You got. You got what I want. Just little tweaks. They so, got the like, most important thing. They got the most important thing. Like, first off, he's clearly not hanging the dong he should be hanging. But, no. you know, it's whatever. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't see any pictures. I'm going to just look up Mothman's statue butt. <laughs> see Do it. What comes up. It is It is the tightest ass. I'm not even kidding. Like, I want to know this sculptor's frame of mind where he's like, Mothman. Oh, that is sculpted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see? So, its butt cheeks are so well defined. Like, well, it's like, like as I said. Okay, so as I said before, I'm a connoisseur of like well drawn legs, but I feel like it's out of the same mind that just really wants to get like a like just a beefy leg right. It's also the same type, just like lovingly sculpt an ass. There's a lot of love in this Mothman ass. There is, and it's like, and also I now have the I now have the. Uh, Search term Mothman statue butt. <laughs> Do your search history forever now. Just between also, also, you and you and God. Say, gonna say just a bit. You know, thick thighs also. No, like True. rocket, like not overly thick, but like you know, just thick thighs. Oh, you know. So you know, I, I approve. I approve. My one of one of my my bucket list life goals, and then there are many many of them, um, is to go to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and slap the statue on the ass. 
okay, there is a picture when you look up, the search term I just <laughs> looked up, of someone swiping a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that. That is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I approve, I guess. Yeah, no. I mean, every everybody's got a dream, and my dream is to just, just pop him one on the booty. Well, you know, I don't think it's going to be that hard of a thing to do. No? Probably not. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's it's pretty achievable. Because I will probably never be able to pop the real Mothman on the booty. Though we mm. may dream. Or well, maybe you'll be the last person to see them. Maybe. But- Hopefully it won't portend another terrible disaster. <laughs> no, no, it'll just be like, Megan. And then like, and it's alien angel language. Yes. It- and it'll just like pick you up and be like, we're going to, we're going to actual heaven, not almost heaven, actual heaven. That's why he was there. That's why he was there. He was in heaven. And he heard about this place that was almost heaven. And he looked around and he's like, yeah, really? West Virginia? It's like, oh, this is almost heaven, but fuck Steve. Like, for real. Oh, like we're so close to heaven. You're almost, you're almost there. <laughs> just get rid of that asshole, please. <laughs> like, really, that's what he was trying to, like, show. Like, you know, yep. was it? He was just prophesizing about how great this world would be without Steve. And and then, unfortunately, a bridge collapsed. <laughs> because of Steve, also. It was Steve. It was probably Steve's fault. Steve was the bad engineer. It was, got Steve. Yep. Um, yeah, no. And uh, that... That is all that I have for you on our our beautiful winged boy, the Point Pleasant Mothman. Well, it was it was very it was very very good because I learned things about myself and about about a, a cryptid <laughs> that I believe deserved a better movie because I heard the Mothman prophecies was bad. <laughs> it so, sucks super hard. Um, they the the Mothman is like not. A good sweet winged boy. He's just this sort of strange. Um, they they really lean more into the man aspect than the moth, and he like calls Richard Gear up at some point, and it's just kind of like, "It's gonna be page the Mothman." It's I'm Mothman. It's, <laughs> yeah, I'm Mothman. <laughs> it's it's just real bad, and Richard Gear kind of goes crazy, and um. This is admittedly neither here nor there. It's a bit of a tangent, but I, I think it was like me and my brother had some, you know, VHS from from back in the days, and it had a, a trailer for the Mothman prophecies on it. And you know, it was a VHS. You gotta watch the stupid trailers. You try to fast forward, and there was just this one scene where um, he's in like he's like on the phone with the Mothman or something, and the Mothman is like saying that he's watching him, and he's like. What do I have in my hand? And the Mothman's like, chapstick. And that became me and my brother's go-to joke. Like we didn't, this was years and years before I would ever watch the movie that we would just be like, what do I have in my hand? Chapstick. <gasps> so freaking stupid. So, so, <laughs> wait, wait, wait a moment. Because the Mothman's on the phone with it. Because the Mothman can tap the phone lines. I'm gonna be a th- I'm gonna be a thousand percent honest with you. I saw this movie like four or five years ago, and it was very bad. And I'm probably misremembering some of it, but there's definitely phone conversations with the Mothman. <laughs> okay, so, so I have more questions. 
is he using a is he using like a hard line or like a cell phone? <laughs> He's using brain waves, I believe. It'd be really funny if he just had like this the uh, sh- shitty like old Motorola razor. <laughs> it's just like Hello there, the moth band. <laughs> so yeah, I it would it'd be better if he had a razor, of course. It would. And a razor I, scooter. Oh well okay, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Those wigs would get in the way of the sweet tricks he would do. That's true. That's a good point. You have to, yeah. you have to tuck them. But there know. you go. This is you, you know, you, you, you eschewed the, the mainstream cryptids and you missed out on this, this hot hunk of Mothman. See, I, the, thing I'm, the thing I'm learning, which the thing I, I think I've known about myself for a while, just reel into humanoids that are just slightly <laughs> off of her. Because like, like, we talked about the, the, the lizard man of Scrape. Uh, of scape or swamp and we also just ended up on him just being just a real <laughs> sexy lizard dude <laughs> look i think um guillermo del toro made the shape of water because he knows that deep down inside we're all dirty monster lovers i think i think that's it because okay here's the thing here's the thing about shape of water it's it's a it's a near perfect movie it, um, it's, it's yeah like uh, honestly if, if we like because we're gonna go right back to being horny for monsters but in all seriousness like it's just a really good well-made beautiful movie it, no it's a really well-made movie that's also one of the horniest movies i've seen <laughs> it's the yeah, no, it, yeah that means it is mad horny <laughs> like, like that like it took i think about 30 minutes before the i want to say her name's olivia but i know it's not that it the mute girl oh no it, no it's not olivia it, oh, damn it, I'm so mad now. Now I want to say it's L, it's not, Eliza, Eliza. Eliza, Eliza, yeah. But it took about 30 minutes before she was just like, I'm going to get that D. Pretty <laughs> like, much. Like, like, she sees it and she's like, I'm scared, but intrigued. But, nope, <laughs> horny. <laughs> no, it's just, it, I'm now fear horny. It is, <laughs> which, and then which, it just turns into regular horny and then love horny. The yes. horniness of the heart exactly <laughs> which what is what is love but lust just a couple steps down <laughs> but yeah but like you know i'm okay with this it's yeah. just okay we need, go, more, yeah. we need more like sexy monsters yeah you know yeah less less bad universals monsters movies with tom cruise more good 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 sexy monsters that you can take home with you that will support you and love you and that are gods yes and that are gods well (laughs) see but the mummy the mummy was also a god but she i i I, you know she was she was pretty hot like don't get me wrong she was she was incredibly sexy but really sexy but she but she's not a monster that you can rely on to you know to come home to every day and be there for you and and emotionally and physically support you and you know know who could definitely do that mothman mothman (laughs) mothman (laughs) like definitely absolutely so yeah uh now we need to do our the segment that's my favorite which i feel like we're already on uh make it sexy make it white hair just make a story (laughs) (laughs) 
We, we, <laughs> I think we don't do that. Yeah, but let, let's codify it, though. Because, like, I already know what it is. It's going to be just, like... It's going to be, like, one of those, like, pulp, pulp novels where yeah. there's just tons of sex and a monster. But you're having sex with that monster. Yes. Um, hmm. Would it be called Married... No, not Married to the Mothman. No. No, that's a, that's no, like an 80s no, beca- sitcom about, because- like, the Mothman coming home and being like... Honey, I'm home, and then he walks into a porch light. Although, <laughs> that would be great. Well, okay, so I feel like it'd be like a trilogy, okay? Okay, all right. So first, you'd have, you'd have like, your kind of raunchy, just, like, just horny novel, <sighs> where it's just all about you... I feel like we're going to go with like a Bella Swan route where the main character is barely anything. I was anything. literally just about to say, are you going to do a, a, a hornier, mothier Twilight? <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> well, we're going to make some twists and turns. But like, Ed- the- Edward's not like the other boys. He's a giant moth. <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to change it. First off, we're not going to make you a high school student. No. Because, you know. Because that's, that's creepy. Also, also, what? Oh, my God. So I'm still upset about everything in Twilight. <laughs> I've read the books also, so it's not like, you know, reaction. Like, I read the books. Right. You're coming from an informed place and of irritation. It's just, and it's just like, you could tell that Stephanie Myers is Mormon. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> because I think it's fair. I think it's fair. You could tell. <laughs> let's just say that. <laughs> and let's just say that the Mormons... Don't have a great idea when it comes to like romance. That or or all of them are extremely gay. It's either like they don't have an idea, they're straight, <laughs> don't know how to have be like loved, or they're extremely gay and just like <laughs> one just like rainy night away from just like banging their uh their partner on their mission. Hey man, gay Mormons own it. Just do it. Exactly. So many ex gay Mormons. <laughs> I mean ex ex Mormons that are gay. Ga- Yes, ex gay ex Mormons. Mor- gay ex Mormons. There we go. We okay, did it. yeah. But, <laughs> so, but okay. So, first one, just raunchy. Like you're just like the Mothman. And you know what? We're gonna tie it in. We're gonna tie it in. We're gonna do a sexy version of the Mothman prophecies. Basically, for the first one. Yes. Okay. Where Richard Gere is, is brought out because there are all of these sightings, and he sees the Mothman, and he's super horny. <laughs> yeah. Instead of being uh, terrified, he's just like, oh. Oh, I'm I'm like I was scared, but now I'm aroused. <laughs> I need to know more. So he's not, you know, in the, in the movie, he's consumed by this this desperate desire to figure out what's going on with the Mothman because he's haunted and tormented. So in this version, it's because he just really wants to get on that moth dick. Yeah, and and you know, we'll just make it like an empty character, you know. But yeah. you know, you're not rich, you know. Second, just, yeah, it's, it's, second one though. Second one. Find out. That you and the Mothman are like soulmates, okay? Like it's not just lust, but you are actual soulmates. And also, like soulmates he's totally like an Mothman. angel, like an extra-dimensional alien thing. Uh, Plot twist. A- yeah. So you find out that. So and he's um, your soulmate from another dimension. So exactly. it just it gets like a whole epic second level here. And it becomes and it becomes kind of a rom com on that part. Because it's it's less like sexy and more like we need to make this work. Like oh we're we're from such different worlds, <laughs> okay. literally. And plot twist, <laughs> plot twist at the end. It turns out the Mothman is pregnant with with your babies. Oh man, they got to figure out how they're gonna make that work. I mean, in this economy, 
Exactly. The third movie, it's like the, like, this is 40 type movie. Yes. Where it's just like, you know, you, you've been together for a long time. The, the flame is still there, but not as yeah. hot. The, the spark might have gone out of your marriage to the Mothman. <laughs> yeah. And like, and you have some like really rad, like extra dimensional, like half human, half moth angel babies. And they're just like whizzing around, but they're also going through puberty. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> exactly. And like, it's just, it's just a nice, like, you know, progression. Yeah, they got it's like um uh the, the Mothman's got to have like a how Stella got her groove back kind of thing. Yeah, and and I feel I feel like this is all like outside of the perspective of the Mothman though. Like it's kind of oh, like yeah, yeah. Uh, outside perspective looking in. Yes. Cuz even though that you love Mothman and that you've been together for so long and like you, you are soulmates, he's still alien to you. You can never truly understand the Mothman. And and, and the in the last part in the last part, part three, it, it, that's whenever you finally, like, learn how to l- learn about each other, and then you, like, literally just ascend to another plane. Because that's how it works. Exactly. And you just disappear, and people never see you again. But it's okay, because yeah. you're, you're with your soulmate, the angel deme- alien mothman. Yeah. So... Did, I smell a hit. I smell a hit too. See, I, f- I feel like I feel like a lot of uh, like romance-based stuff doesn't go through like the process. Of, it's like, true that it's like you know, there's there's something after that happily ever after. Exactly, and a lot of times it's divorce because it turns. <laughs> into- <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you know what? Let's, we're not going to do that. We're going to have a successful marriage to the Mothman because both of them try very hard to communicate their needs to each other and support each other. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what we're going to name. Let's name these three books. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Um should should like the first one be like on 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 moth on moth's wings, on the oh, wings on, of the heart. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. Like moths to a flame. <gasps> yes. Exactly. See, I'm very yeah. bad at I'm very bad at titles. Yeah, like moth to a flame. That is excellent. Yes, because the (laughs) Mothman is just like, literally comes from the dimension, first to warn people, but then he realizes that he truly loves you. And this is why he truly came to you. Also, like, he tried to, you know, warn people about the the bridge collapsing, but you guys are totally banging at the time. Yeah, he can can multitask. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Uh, And then the second one. So the second one where you find out that he's actually an interdimensional angel being. Yeah, and then and like you're like getting serious, right? About everything. It's, it's beyond just base horniness. Yeah, and that one's called like uh, well, do you want to do like a Fifty Shades of Grey thing where it's just like all something Fifty? Oh, were something. they were they were themed? Yeah. Um. Hmm. Hmm. I I can't even think of one. For yeah. It. No, I kind of. Uh, all in, well, whatever. There, there. It's the we'll just call like it the, moth, moth, the moths to a flame trilogy. It's moths <laughs> to a flame trilogy. They have like a subtitle. Yeah. Whatever. It'll be but, great. Yeah, but I feel like that would be a great hit. Uh, that we should just uh, call up Netflix and get yeah. some money to make it. Trademark, trademark, uh, IP. Do not steal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna be publishing this, so technically it's trademarked. I think we made a great story, and we met a great new person. Uh, I think so. Mothman. Moth, a great new Mothman. I I am 
Megan, and I'm one half of Oh No Lit Class. And if you're interested, if you liked listening to me talk about being horny for monsters, maybe you'd be interested in listening to me and my co-host RJ talk about being horny for literature. Uh, we, <laughs> we cover. <laughs> I was going to say, like, being horny for Frankenstein's monster, which is also, but you know, it's whatever. Uh, we recover all the required reading from from what you had to do in school or that you didn't do. We tell you fresh new things about it. We tell you about the authors and, uh, it, and pretty much just a whole lot of, of this. A lot of what we've just been doing. And um, we are at onolitclass.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, you didn't mention how horny you were for people being labeled a whore in the 1800s. Or how horny you are for people who are being hanged. For, or, but, you know, there's so many there's so many things you can be horny for in classic literature you have to read in high school. It's true. Uh, yeah, I have another podcast called Alphabet Flight, where we talk about Marvel characters. And then... You know, sometimes we talk about how horny you are for them. Most of the time I don't, actually, because that's a PG-13 at most one. And I rarely talk about dongs on that one. Like, except, very yeah, except for the ones where I was there where we talked about well, dongs a whole lot. But to be we, fair, it was man-thing. Well, we did. I did. Okay, so we did have an episode on Machine Man. And we had a really good bit about... About uh, the bicentennial man, you know that Robin oh, Williams thing about God. how about how about how he was a robot who just wanted a human dick. It's true. <laughs> no. He just he wanted to fuck. And like, so you know, so we had great bits about that. So you know, oh man, so who knows? So, there you go. You can be horny for superheroes and learn. Yeah, and um, and we also have I also have a cat who cannot be horny because we chopped off his balls. <laughs> uh, his name's Dexstar, and you can look at pictures of him at Alphabet Flight. Not at Alphabet Flight. At whoop, whoop, okay, at uh, Marvel Smooch. That's my Instagram. Look, go go to there. See pictures of my cat. He's cute. He's a very cute cat. Can't he's, confirm. He's so cute, and like. <laughs> Like, so remarkably cute. But probably cuter than your cat. Prove me wrong. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's let's not. No, no, let's not. Sir. Prove me. uh, There's also a podcast group called HodgePod Group where, you know, people who like this podcast and Alphabet Flight can go to look at pictures and stuff and maybe eventually talk to each other about stuff. I don't know how that stuff works. It took people a thousand years to start talking in our Facebook group and I'm so excited and I'm scared now to do anything because I don't want to like disturb them and send them like fluttering off to the four winds. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I I don't know how to do that, but you know, maybe prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. There you go. Post pictures of cats. Yeah. Uh, So you do the outro (laughs) so this has been creepy critters and uh we hope you have a point pleasant day with the mothman (laughs) Bye. Bye. bye